0: On today's episode i am going to take a look at one of my favorite companies out right now this is actually a tier one stock in my portfolio and if my portfolio can only had a limited amount of positions this company would be there no questions asked this company is in markets i am very bullish on two markets that i'm very very bullish on are the gaming and the clouding and this is one that hits both of them and it's seeing crazy growth in both those markets right now So the company we're gonna take a look at is Microsoft. So this episode is gonna be broken down into the following. First, I wanna take a look at what Microsoft does. Where does that revenue come and what type of products do they offer? many people might think they know the products that microsoft offers but there are some that might many people might not be aware of next i want to take a look at their recent earnings i want to understand how microsoft is doing in the short term of things but as a long-term investor i'm very focused on how things are improving for a company in a time span of multiple years so we're also going to take a look at historical financial value for microsoft next i want to take a look at some recent news microsoft has acquired some companies and has also entered into new products that i believe is going to continue to grow the revenue for this company in the upcoming years and finally i'm going to end the episode with my thoughts and i'm also going to share out what price i'm willing to pay for microsoft right now and why so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode like always if you're new to my channel if you're a long-term investor if you like to learn about growth stocks make sure to hit that subscribe button to all my returning viewers thank you so much for the support it truly truly means a lot like always if you guys ever want to get in contact with me youtube comments on twitter you can find me on twitch you can find me on my discord channel and at jose remember all the information that i provide here is my opinions and should not be taken as advice because i am not a professional so make sure to talk to a financial advisor before making any financial decisions now that we got that out the way let's get started So let's take a look at Microsoft and to all my podcast listeners, this is ticker MSFT, but I'm pretty sure most of you guys know this. Oh and let me say make sure to join my discord channel guys it's free to anybody that wants to join I am very active there and I actually post when I buy companies or when I sell anything out of my portfolio so I know a lot of people have been wondering when I do that and that would be the best place you should find it on my pinned comment and you can also find it on the description so year to date Microsoft has done amazing to investors it has given almost 30% since January 2nd Like most of the stock market right now, Microsoft has seen a nice pullback. And as a long-term investor, these are things I'm happy to see, right? Because I'm able to buy companies at a cheaper price microsoft right now is down about 24 dollars from its high in september 2nd in the past month and it's down about 10.3 percent so we can see i mean if you like microsoft at 230 why don't you like it now at 207 i don't think fundamentally anything has changed for the company right it's just um, things were getting a little heated so i do believe a nice pullback is great especially like i mentioned for me as a long-term investor that's something i want to see all right so now let's take a look at where microsoft earns its money so microsoft is in three major segments the first segment is the more personal computing and here you have like your Windows OEM products, you have your Windows commercial products, you have your Xbox products, you have your Surface revenue, your, the, the laptops, um, the tablets and you also have the search advertisement from Bing. Next, they have the intelligent cloud and this is pretty much their cloudy market with Azure. Next, they have the productivity and the business process And here. Let's say you work at a business, let's say whatever business or wherever you work. If you have Microsoft, if you have Skype, if you have um, Teams, if you have Dynamics products, they obviously pay Microsoft for that. So that's where you see that you also have your office consumer products you have your LinkedIn revenue, and you have your Dynamics products. So like I mentioned, two two sectors I'm very, very bullish on are the intelligent cloud. And for me, the more personal um, computing because it has to deal with that gaming aspect. But that does not mean I'm bearish on that productivity and business process. I do believe a segment like that, especially Microsoft, which is pretty much, it's, it's kind of a monopoly for businesses to have some other of their products and using it. I do believe that is also an amazing product for them so now that we know what sectors microsoft is hitting let's take a look at their most recent earnings so their most recent earnings was on july 22nd of 2020 and that pretty much ended their 2020 physical year that was their quarter four for 2020 and they had earnings per share of a dollar and 46 cents they had revenue of 38 billion dollars which was up almost 13 percent compared to same time last year and to me that's insane right a, a company making over 30 billion dollars and still growing at 13 percent what is there not to like out of that 38 billion dollars let's try to look at that revenue breakdown about 11.8 billion comes from the business and productivity process. Then we have about 13.4 coming from the clouding business. And we have about 12.9 coming from the personal computing. So we can see they have three segments. And within those three segments, they are kind of tight right now with each other. And I really like that, right? I, I hate to see companies that have multiple segments, but only one segment is really pulling the weight for for the company right because if that one segment pretty much goes in a bear market then it's kind of game over for the company but right now like we see for microsoft they have three segments they're all kind of pulling their own weight right now intelligent clouding um their clouding market is pulling a bit more than than the others but it's not by much and that's something i'm really happy to see right now this segment this quarter really did really great for microsoft and the two major reasons was their azure revenue was which is their clouding right their azure revenue was up 50% compared to same time last year a lot of bears are talking that last quarter it actually grew 61% so this slowdown is is something that one should be worried about but that's something i'm not i don't really agree with uh, because obviously the revenue is increasing every quarter so Percentage-wise, even though numerically-wise it might be increasing um, much stronger, percentage-wise compared to a quarter ago or com- compared to the same time last year, is gonna look smaller. Um, but revenue growing at fifty percent year to year—that to me is, is amazing in that clouding market. Uh, and I'm guessing people are expecting it to grow sixty-one percent every quarter. That to me is is imp- is not something that's possible um, in, in my personal experience, but if stuff like that wants to drive the stock price down then albeit it allows me to to enter at cheaper prices all right so now that we took a look at their most recent earnings we also understand where microsoft is coming what what products they have i want to take a look at their financial history in at least the past four years So in 2020, which just ended, Microsoft's total revenue annually grew about 13.6%. In 2019, it grew 14%. And in 2018, it grew 14.2%. In 2017, it grew 6%. But 2018 was the actual year when this clouding segment really started to take off. And we can see that has definitely been helping Microsoft with this revenue growth. So in the past three years, revenue has grown higher than 13% annually and that's something that's pretty impressive for a company this big now i want to take a look at some of their margins so here we're taking a look at their gross margins and their profit margins for the past five years in 2016 gross margins were 64 percent in 2020 their gross margins were 67.8 so we are seeing an improvement in gross margins throughout the year so we can see this trend uptaking a little bit and little bit each each year and that to me is great news but we might question jose why is their gross margin improving well like we saw their cloudy market is improving dramatically and cloudy markets we can see it in the sewer we see in Google Cloud they have very high gross margins. So as the revenue for that is continuing to to increase, their gross margins is gonna also help bump up that gross margins. Profit margins are also improving. In 2020, profit margins were 31%, where in 2016 it was 22.5, and in 2017 was 26.4. So overall, we see this uptrend of profit margins for Microsoft. There's sometimes when we see these minor blips, um, but that is probably a one-time effect because if you take a look at the trend, the trend continues outside of that. So that sometimes it might have had some extra extra expense, it might have had some legal battle there. Um, so as as long as this one-time effect is not something that changes the overall the overall way the company is looking then that to me is it's okay to see blips like that but I'm, I'm happy to see both profit margins and gross margins increasing now i want to take a look at their balance sheet in their most recent quarter which just ended a few months ago they had about 136.5 billion dollars of cash and cash equivalents And that same quarter, they had about $67 billion of non current debt and about $3.75 billion of current debt. So, roughly $70 billion of debt. And right now, that non current debt is debt that's not due anytime soon and it's debt that has very low interest rates. But if Microsoft, let's say Microsoft, uh, 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 a random a random hypothetical case if microsoft wanted to pay off its total debt it can actually do that with all this cash and still have about 60 billion dollars left over now this is a great place to be it's a company that's making money it's a company that's improving its profits it's growing its revenues and it has a lot more cash than that what is there not to like about Microsoft right now? Next, I want to take a look at their cash flow margins. So the two cash flows margins we're going to take a look at is the operating cash flow margins, which is this top one right here and their free cash flow margins. So now before we take a look at these margins, we have to understand what we're looking for. So normally when I look at companies, there's, there's, we have to first understand what state they're in. If there are a true growth company, what I would expect their margins to be doing is constantly improving throughout the years. If they are a company that has been stable and is is growing at a pretty respectable pace, but it's definitely not considered a growth company and it's stable enough it's making money then i would expect is operating cash flow margins and three cash flow margins to pretty much if they are improving to be improving by a little bit but pretty much be on, on a flat line type thing this means they they are in the perfect place right now the worst thing we would like we would see is if it's a company that's not growing its revenues and it's a company that's also seeing a decline in margins and right now, Microsoft, I wouldn't consider it a heavy grower. I would consider it um, a respectable grower, if I may say. It right, a fourteen percent isn't bad, but it's not the craziest growth company we've seen in this channel. So the first thing we can see is operating cash flow margins. They do seem to be improving very little as the years progress. Um, in this most recent quarter, for the trailing twelve month operating cash flow margins was around forty two point forty three percent. Um, about four years ago, five years ago it was thirty eight point eighty three so we are still seeing improvements there. The free cash flow margins are about thirty one point sixty three percent If we take a look at the trailing twelve months for Microsoft and they, about four or five years ago it was about twenty seven point four so um, we're actually seeing improvements in both cash flow margins and that to me is definitely a great thing so historically microsoft is in a great place it's still growing it's still improving so let's continue all right so next i want to take a look at the future growth for microsoft in the past five years in, in the future five years analysts expect amazon and uh, microsoft revenue and earnings to continue to grow in annually Microsoft is expected to grow its revenue at about 9.5% on average annually. I think this is a little bit undercutting it. I think it's more about 14-15% annually. Um, but this is what the overall numbers are looking at. They're also expected to grow their earnings at 108 all right so now let's take a look at some of the recent news for microsoft microsoft on september 15 is is they're, they're launching a new game streaming services so this is pretty much like a it's kind of like a netflix for video games and it's gonna be amazing because it, and it's a product that can be used on your mobile on your mobile phones it can be used on your computer and it can be used on your console and i believe this is such a great feature because for this reason this this system is going to allow it's going to open up new customers to to microsoft for example those android owners who don't have a console but want to play some of their games because some of the games in these streaming platforms that were originally for console are also available to to be played through the clouding system and that allows them to play in the phone so not every single game is uh, is able to do that but at least it opens up this market to to the phone users to play their games. And right now we're seeing it with all these crazy gaming companies um, where free to play games on mobile devices are doing amazing. So by offering this service, I do believe it's gonna gonna bring more customers to Microsoft. Microsoft is also launching their new console. So many people might know about it, the Xbox Series X, which is gonna be about $300 and the Series X, which is about $500 and they come out November 10th. Some other news from Microsoft is Microsoft Azure is launching a service that is competitive, is competing with Twillow and is competing with Amazon. The one that's competing with Twillow, this is ticker T W L O, and I might be pronouncing right. It might be Twilly O, but Twillow, um, it does. It's a platform that allows developers, application developers, to add some form of video, voice, chat, and text messaging to their applications. Amazon is creating something called the Azure Communication Service, which is pretty much gonna do that same thing. So it's competing there. The next one is it's increasing, it's it's creating a, a market called Azure Orbital. And this is taking fight on Amazon's Web Services Ground Station which helps processing platforms for satellite data so a lot of satellite data is being used right now by many applications Uh, so they're also entering that and i believe this is such a great step that microsoft is doing we're seeing they're entering that cloud gaming they're entering some multiple segments in the clouding as in the clouding azure market as well microsoft also just acquired a new gaming company and this gaming company is one that that's the that's the maker of Elder Scrolls Fallout Doom Quake Wolfenstein and Dishonor and this i believe is such a great move because it's gonna make their xbox game pass which is the gaming streaming service that we talked about earlier even more powerful because they're gonna have so many more names to to that platform which is going to drive more customers into it so i can see right now that microsoft is being very strong and very aggressive in the markets they're trying to hit and let me talk about this cloud gaming so this cloud gaming even though let's take a look at their most recent earnings their most recent year of 2020 microsoft made about 143 billion dollars out of that 143 billion dollars only about 11 billion came from gaming 11 billion that's still that's about nine nine eight percent i want to say came from gaming maybe a little bit smaller probably eight percent with this cloud gaming i do believe it's gonna is it's gonna help this gaming platform grow and remember this year and let me zoom in for you guys so you guys can see this one better this year is when microsoft is gonna read it's gonna take out their new consoles so i do believe we're gonna see a huge push in the gaming aspect but let's just talk about the, clou- the cloud gaming so first I went to Google Trends and I wanted to see how people were talking about cloud gaming. And the first thing I'm seeing is when Microsoft and PS5 pretty much talked about about their release uh, about their releasing, I'm pretty sure this was when Microsoft came out with cloud gaming. Um, there was a huge spike of people trying to understand what cloud gaming is doing. Now that Microsoft, and now let's take a look at some of the top cloud gaming markets right now xbox game pass which is the microsoft one is one then we have google stadia we have we also have geforce now so the first thing i'm seeing is right now the one that's seeing so much trends so much action is the xbox game pass now that it went live so a lot more customers are going into game pass and to me i'm I'm even one of them I'm, i'm probably not gonna buy the new xbox console But I am glad I already subscribed and I'm gladly going to continue to subscribe to this to this streaming service that they owned. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people that do not have Xboxes are probably not going to get the new Xbox will still be willing to do this because they don't mind playing from their phones. They don't mind playing um, some of the games from their computers. So I do believe this is such a great market for Microsoft and they are playing it very smart. Microsoft right now has about 90 million subscribers of Xbox Live, and that's their subscription for their internet use. That ninety they have 90 million. Um 90 million, right? So let's say only 20% of those 90 million keep um go into this gaming pass. So that's about let's times that by 20. So that's about 18 million subscribers. Now that 18 million subscribers, this new game pass is an extra ten dollars a month um compared to that xbox live so now let's times that by ten dollars a month that's 180 million dollars per month more for for microsoft now let's times that by 12 for a full year that's 2.1 billion dollars for microsoft on just this clouding gaming if only 20 percent of the current subscribers of their xbox live platform go into it i do believe this number is probably going to be a lot bigger i do believe a a lot more people from their xbox live subscribers are going to join it and i do believe more people that just don't have xbox live or don't even have a platform are going to join it so maybe that i I believe that number i did might have been a little bit conservative But an extra $2 billion on their clouding gaming overall in in the whole gaming, in the whole revenue segment, it's not a big amount. But remember, we're getting the new system right now. We're getting new games with it and with that new service, I do believe... That with the clouding aspect of Microsoft is gonna help push this revenue growing to to some nice even levels and continue to show that modest growth for for Microsoft. All right, so now my thoughts. And if you guys have been watching my channel, I, I've I've been doing this in the past two videos where I do independent analysis on companies. I look at their at their revenue in the next five years and try to multiply with the price to sales ratio to just try to understand a future cap that this company can grow into right this doesn't mean these are price targets the company will go to but what it tells me is hey is there some growth for this company right now so right now we took a look at those numbers Microsoft and this we saw earlier Microsoft we have the estimated revenue growth In year one, in this upcoming year, Microsoft is expected to grow its revenue 10%. The year after that, 11%. After that, another 11%. The year after that, 13%. And on year five, it's expected to grow 12% and have revenue of about $243 billion. So now with a revenue of $243 billion, I have these different price to sales ratio. And these price to sales ratio, these are just numbers for me, right? Everybody anybody can can put their own numbers um and, and can try to guess it. But right here, what you would just do is whatever your price to sales ratio is, times it by that last year five revenue, and you would get some future market cap. Like I mentioned, the current market cap of of, of Microsoft is about 1.5 trillion dollars. So we can see uh with those with these price to sales ratio market caps are at 2.2 billion 2.4 billions and 2.6 billion with 9 10 11 price to sales ratio so a lot of people might say those are a little bit too high so let's try 8 10 and 11 and the reason i want to say price to sales ratios right now are pretty high is because rates are extremely low and they are expected to remain pretty low for the upcoming years With rates being low, that means the 10 year treasury bonds are are pretty low. With those being pretty low, it pushes more people into the markets because there's no point in investing in a 10 year treasury low when you have about 0.64% interest appreciation so a lot of those people end up coming in into the market pushing the valuations of these companies so these price to sales ratio might be a little bit high right now if we take a look at things compared to a few years ago but remember a few years ago we did not have that form of the 10-year treasury notes were a lot higher so a lot more people were okay having them in in 10-year treasury notes and in those type of of bonds opposed to having them into the market. So right now with them being so low, no one sees it worth it of having it less than 1% gains. So they might as well jump into the market and that helps increase the valuation of these companies. So these are just values I want to take a look at. To me, an amazing stock price to get into Microsoft right now would be $160. I don't believe we would get that anytime soon. So that's me being very hopeful just on this price to sales ratio. But remember, this doesn't take in mind any dividends that we gain from the company and anything else. So for me with Microsoft, even though if you see my other portfolio, my other stocks, I, I really focus on true growth stocks. At the same time. I don't mind kind of not going with these crazy gains if it's a company that's very safe, it's still growing respectable levels and can still give me great gains in the upcoming years. So Microsoft hits that mark, right? It's a company that... Is one i wouldn't worry too much and would be in my portfolio for the many many years to come so for that i'm willing to take less gains for it for for just having that ease of mind but obviously what a great price to enter would be somewhere around 160 dollars those are prices actually that weren't too far off. We saw that about a few months ago. Um, obviously, it can happen again, and we can see those prices. So if it backs, drives back to those prices, I probably would buy it very heavy. Um, but right now, Microsoft this one I'm gonna continue to buy, especially with this pullback, but for me i dollar cost average so what that means is i'm never going to go all in and win a position at one time every week i put money into the market and as i dollar cost average some weeks i might buy high some weeks i might buy low but obviously if we see heavy pullbacks i have some cash at hands that i can just throw into the market and really get in at to those prices but to me microsoft is an amazing place we saw the episode we we took a really good look at it and like i said if you guys really like the episode make sure to subscribe and let me know in the comments are you guys bullish on microsoft are you guys bearish are you guys gonna wait off right now on buying um so i hope you guys enjoy it take care have a good night and see you next time